Okay, so, believe it or not, today we are midway through the book of John. Uh, it's chapter 12, page 82 in your journals. Uh, please turn with me and uh, access that at this time. And this is page 72. And actually, chapter 12 is not only midway in the, in the Gospel of John, but it's, it's basically, the, uh, chapter 12 is the hinge that moves uh, the whole book of, of John. Every Sunday this summer, we're getting to know Jesus better in the Gospel of John. Today, we're focusing on one verse. It's John 12, verse 13. It says, So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. So normally, the only time we hear anything about Hosanna is on Palm Sunday, right? Well, um, the problem is we have made the word Hosanna such a religious thing that we, we use it infrequently and we really hardly even know what it means. Well, it's time to take this religious garb off of the word and, and redeem the word and let it out of its cage. Hosanna is a dynamic word that's potent and even more relevant for us today than it was when they cried out Hosanna at this time. And my mission this morning is to give you greater clarity on this word Hosanna so that you'll not only want to use it functionally in your own prayer life, but throughout the day, tomorrow when you're at work, um, when you leave on vacation sometime this summer, out of town, whenever you need to cry for God's intervention, here's the word to use. Now, most of us like short prayers. Most of us like to, to not that we want to get it over with, but we want to get to the point. And Hosanna is one of those short prayers. Hosanna is one of those prayers that we can say anytime in any situation. Now, to set the tone, I've got to tell you a quick story. So, I went to bed a little early last night, but by 2 o'clock, I was wide awake. So, I look at my phone, and I've got like 15 text messages from different text threads. And it was all on the same need. One of our college students who is in Thailand for the summer had a terrible accident at a water park and busted, uh, fractured his eye socket. His eye was uh, uh, drooping, and if he doesn't have surgeries quickly, uh, he will have uh, double vision his whole life. So it was an urgent prayer request. Now, as a father, I've had kids, uh, we raised four, they've all gone on mission trips, and I've, I've spent sleepless nights, even knowing that they were well, but just hoping for the best and praying for them while they're gone. And now I could just imagine what it would feel like uh, to be Dan and Angela Kirk uh, with their son Andrew over in Thailand, what that would feel like. So God gave me the assignment. 
and to pray. And I, I leaned into it. I got up. I went in the living room. I got in my sweet spot with God, my God spot. And I was praying. And then after a while, I'm thinking, I got to get to sleep. Uh, I got to preach in the morning. I got to get to sleep. And the Lord says, no, you don't. He says, you need to pray. I said, okay. I said, but Lord, I'm preaching on Hosanna. And he says, yes, exactly. <laughs> what is Hosanna? Hosanna is what I was up doing at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was declaring the intervention of God's saving presence in Andrew Kirk's life. 11 time zones away at 2 o'clock in the morning in preparation to preach on Hosanna. Now, you can't beat that. I mean, God, it was like a setup. God had me doing what I'm preaching to you this morning. Now, how many of you think our nation needs saving? This is a Hosanna moment in in the history of our nation. How many of you want to see your neighbors saved? Your neighborhood needs the declaration over it, Hosanna! How many of you want to, in some way or another, participate in reaching some of the final unreached people on earth? Hosanna! It's your prayer! Now, literally, I'm going to give you a definition. The definition of Hosanna, the best, as best we can tell, Hosanna means, Lord, please save us now. Five words. Lord, please save us now. You can Google it later. You'll find I'm right. If, if it's the right dot com, that's the definition. Lord, please save us now. So it's a prayer. It's a prayer for intervention. It's an immediate need. There's an urgency to to Hosanna. And what I'm here to tell you is Hosanna is a prayer more appropriate now than when they said it here before the crucifixion of Christ. This Hosanna is a holistic cry. Whatever area of your life needs saving, Hosanna is your prayer. Not just your soul saving, not just your to get eternal life. Your marriage may need saving. Your finances may need saving. Your emotional well-being may need saving. Your habits may may need saving. Your sexuality may need saving. What is it for you? Whatever it is for you or your family. On every level, Hosanna is the prayer. Now, I dare say, even in this room this morning, every one of us have some area of our lives that needs saving. God's given us some level of need in our life where the most fitting prayer is Hosanna. And now that you know what you, you mean by it, what are you waiting for? There is inside of you, this is the word of the Lord this morning, there is inside of you, If you are born again, there is inside of you a heart cry of Hosanna. And I'm validating that heart cry. My goal is to activate that prayer in your spirit and give you permission to begin using it. Hosanna! We are followers of Hosanna's son. And he wants us to be Hosanna people. If you are saved already, if you know for certain that when you die, you're going to heaven, 
you of all people ought to appreciate your salvation enough to want others to be saved with you. Therefore, Hosanna is not just a prayer for an unsaved person. It's the prayer of the saved for those who aren't there yet. It's the heart cry. And ultimately, this is not just a myopic get people to heaven prayer. This is holistic, and this is why the prayer was not fully answered when Christ died and was raised. Because Hosanna is, is not only a heaven, I want to get to heaven hard cry. Hosanna is, we want the government of heaven. We want heaven, we want God's reign on earth over our nation, over our economy, over the arts, over the political system, over the healthcare system. It's the holistic heart cry, and ultimately the prayer of Hosanna will only be answered when Jesus comes back. Ultimately, Hosanna will be answered when Christ returns. That's the heart cry. Now, the, this, the word Hosanna, literally the word is not used in the Old Testament, but the heart cry of John 12, 13 is, is found in Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26, and you can look at that later, write it in the margin. Psalm 118, verses 25 and 26. Now, it says here in verse 13 that they cried. They were crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Now, what this means, it was, it was repetitive. They kept crying out. It wasn't a one, one time, one and done. The, the, there was a, a group over here and then a group over here and then back over there and all along the, the parade route when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, they kept crying it out and they kept throwing palm branches. Another gospel said they took off their jackets and threw them so that the, the colt on which Jesus was riding could walk across their own clothes along the procession uh, from the Mount of Olives down into Jerusalem. But they kept crying. This was an ongoing cry. Now, this is such a hinge word in the Gospel of John, and really, it's the heart of the Gospel is Hosanna. It's our need to affirm the reality of heaven, and that is there is one Savior, and his name is Jesus. There is a link between the name Hosanna and the name Yeshua. Yeshua is transliterated into English, Jesus. But the word in the scriptures is Yeshua. And Yeshua is, is really, it, it contains the essence of the root of the word Hosanna. Yeshua, Hosanna. Yeshua means Savior. Hosanna is Lord, please save us. So the name Jesus the proper response to the name is Hosanna. You're the Savior, Lord, save us. And if you haven't figured it out yet, in every area of your life, God wants you to know 
you need saving. In your emotional life, you need saving. In your sexual identity, you need saving. I don't care who you are. You need it. We all need it. The soul care. Jesus is the Savior. That's why it says in the book of Psalms, Psalm 23, restore my soul. It's Hosanna. Your salvation. It's a family prayer. Hosanna! When there's a need in the family. It's a two o'clock in the morning prayer for a college student on the other side of the world. Hosanna! And it's now. Not tomorrow is going to be too late. We need it now. Now clearly in this context, there is a celebratory nature to Hosanna. If, if you uh, know the word Hosanna, you almost can't say it without smiling. Hosanna! There's a joy to it. There's a victory. There's a triumph. Because you know God wins. So it's a declaration of joy and celebration as it is here. Clearly this is celebratory. But there's also not only a smile in Hosanna, there's also a tear in Hosanna. Because there's a price to be paid. Now, it's interesting that the word Hosanna was not used inside the temple or the sanctuary. The word Hosanna is used in the streets. I kind of love that. It's an all-encompassing, out in the open, nothing secret about Hosanna. It's not just for us and ours. It's for all people. And we who have salvation want it for all people. And so it's one to be used out in the neighborhood. But after this word is given, notice what happens. Verse 20. Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who were in Bethesda in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Now these are not Jews. These are representing the nations, the Gentiles, the pagan people, uh, the unreached people. They're represented here. No sooner does the streets of Jerusalem erupt with the word Hosanna, and now we've got immediately Gentiles, people from the nations, coming, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Now, that... There is, this this moment here in in John 12, verse 20 and 21, represent the unreached of the world. They were there when the people who should have known what they were saying were crying, Hosanna. These these no-namers come and they say, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. It was their words, their way of saying, Hosanna. Hosanna is, sir, we would see Savior. And now these Gentiles, in non-religious words, are saying the same thing. Now listen, when Philip relays the message to Jesus, Jesus says, verse 23, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, now there's another truly, truly. There's 24 in the Gospel of John. There's another one, you can mark it. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. What this is, Jesus no sooner hears Hosanna 
And immediately he's talking about his death. Because there's a tear in Hosanna. There's a price to be paid in Hosanna. Hosanna is easy for us to say, but it was painful for God to provide. In order for God to be able to answer the prayer, Hosanna, Christ knew he had to die. The grain of wheat had to fall into the ground and die. And when it died, it bears much fruit. Now, immediately, right after the Hosannas are ringing in the streets, look at what happens to Jesus. Verse 27, now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Now, verse 28 is, is one of those incredible moments. Um, so Jesus has just prayed a vulnerable, raw, messy prayer. He's troubled. He admits it. Save me. Now look at, listen to this. Here he is the Savior. He's the answer to the prayer, Hosanna, Lord, please save us now. And he's praying to be saved. That's what it says. But then he says, but for this purpose, my death, this purpose, I've come to this hour, so Father, glorify your name. And then, the next verse, a voice comes from heaven. And everybody heard it. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And the crowds that stood there and heard it thought it had thundered. And Jesus says, the voice has come for your sakes, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. Hallelujah. Now how's that going to happen? How is the ruler of this world going to be cast out? Now let me just tell you about the ruler of this world. The ruler of this world, his objective is to mess everything up. His is to bring pain, to cause crisis, to cause death, to, to steal marriages, to steal jobs, to steal health. He's the mayhem. Jesus is the Savior. So for Jesus to bring salvation, first he needs to deal head-on with mayhem. And he does. Now the ruler of this world who is bringing destruction on the human race, he's going to be cast out. And then look at the next thing. Here's the tear again in all of this. And he said, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Hallelujah. What's he saying? He's saying, when I am lifted up on a cross and nailed out in the public in answer to your hard cry for Hosanna, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. I will draw all people to myself. Sir, we would see Jesus. I will draw all people to myself. Hosanna! I will draw all people to myself. Hosanna! I will draw all people to myself. Hosanna! I will draw all people to myself. 
when I am lifted up, when I go to the cross, it's the tear in Hosanna is as plain as day in response to the hard cry, Hosanna. Now, bear with me. I'm, I'm bringing it home. Help the boy, Lord, help him. Here it is. Don't, don't get lost in the words. Hang it, stick with me here. Hosanna is a revelatory word. It is a prophetic word. It's not magic, but it's potent. It causes a change in us, in the atmosphere around us, and it brings heaven to earth. The heart cry, Hosanna, is powerful. And let me prove it to you. All revelation, all revelation is always intended to lead to activation. And the first initial activation is always faith. 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 Every revelation God gives you is always initially intended to activate faith in you. Faith. Response. Let me say it again. I'm not sure you're getting this. You're sitting there kind of like, um, anyway. All, this is an insight. This is a revelation I'm giving you. All revelation from God is intended to bring about an activation of faith in you. And Hosanna is one of those trigger words that activates faith. Hosanna! It's an activating word. And let me prove it to you. From this moment, in the rest of uh, John 12, you'll find the word believe over and over and over again. In fact, the word believe is used 82 times in the Gospel of John. You ought to write that down. 82 times. You, you, please, as you're reading through the Gospel of John, mark with a B every time you come across believe or believing or believes. Mark it. It's, it, it this is the purpose of the book of John, is to trigger and activate belief. Now, here's the revelation, verse 35. Jesus said to them, the light, that's revelation, the light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have light, lest the darkness overtakes you. For one who walks in the darkness does not know where he's going. Verse 36, while you have the light, here it is, believe in the light, that you may become sons and daughters of the light. That's it. There's the revelation and the activation, and the activation always initially includes believing. Then you come to verse 37. Though he had done many signs and wonders before them, they still did not believe. Verse 38, Lord, who has believed what he has said from us? Verse 39, therefore they could not believe. Uh, verse 42, nevertheless, even among the authorities, that's the Jewish authorities, many of them believed in him, there's the word, 
but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it uh, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the glory that comes from men more than the glory that comes from God. What a pitiful thing. And then look at the next verse, uh, verse uh, 44. Jesus uh, said, whoever believes in me believes not in him, uh, in me, but in him who sent me. And then uh, verse 46, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in the darkness. If anyone hears my words and uh, does not keep them, I do not judge him for I did not come to judge the world but to save the world. And it goes on. But the whole purpose of the Gospel of John is to bring belief. And the heart cry, appropriate heart cry of wanting to see God is the cry, Hosanna! And when we cry it, it brings light, revelation to us and to those around us. And God then triggers something that makes it possible for people to believe. And that's the heart of the gospel. I'm telling you, there's a movement going on here among us, and it's a Hosanna movement. God is mobilizing Hosanna hearts, Hosanna people, Hosanna movement. And I hope you're part of it. Uh, don't be a bystander. There is an urgency to the prayer, and this is a moment unlike any that I've seen in my lifetime. This is a Hosanna moment. Yesterday, um, we, as we do every Saturday, we go door to door. And um, yesterday, there was a, a handsome group of us, 17 in all, who went out. And my son, Fred, is a, the famous selfie photographer. Um, uh, there, but... The, the, I'm just showing you a group of Hosanna people. These are Hosanna people. Um, this is the group that went out yesterday. One wasn't there for the photo, but one also went with us. And I, I so yesterday, um, we went to 90, uh, 89 homes. We shared the gospel 28 times. So far this summer, We've gone to 500 homes. Uh, we've had 119 uh, presentations of the gospel and two professions of faith. Hallelujah. Why? Because we're Hosanna people. Now I call you to be a Hosanna person. I activate what's in you and that is the heart cry of Hosanna. So as long as you're you have breath on earth. Incorporate this in part of your spirit honesty before God. Hosanna! In the first sermon preached, captured in Acts chapter 2, Peter culminated his sermon and he quoted from Joel chapter 2. He says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's a Hosanna scripture. Calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hosanna! You have a financial need? Hosanna! 
You have a child that's not walking with Christ, Hosanna! You have a neighbor, maybe that's been giving you fits. Instead of cursing them, Hosanna! God's going to put a people group on your heart. Pray it, declare it over them. I hope you share with me the burden, the weight that is on us, the responsibility for these 3,200 homes around us. Hosanna! For the final unreached people groups on earth, Hosanna! Hallelujah. Hosanna. Would you say it with me? Hosanna. Again, Hosanna. A little, a little more um, gravitas. Hosanna. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's all stand together, please. Father, I, uh, I declare us as a people this morning, Hosanna people. Not just Hosanna praying people, but Hosanna living people. We want to live and breathe and sleep and awaken at two in the morning whenever and cry Hosanna. Lord, we are aware of the frailties of our humanity and the need and the access that you give us to a saving, intervening, now God. Lord, please save us now. I want to ask, we're going to sing a song here, but I want to ask the prayer team to position yourselves, uh, some of our elders and spouses to position yourselves uh, quickly, uh, move uh, in position so we can be prepared to pray for people. Now, you can say, well, I'll just pray when I go home. You can do that, you can do that. But, but okay, we're, we're heavy on the one side. We got nobody over here. Let's uh, keep moving. Very good. Very good. And, um, but there's something even about acting on your faith to say, would you join me in declaring Hosanna over? What is it for you? Let's open up. We don't want to just, we're not here just to think together. We want to encounter Christ together. And God is here now. And I, in my spirit, I just feel an urgency with you to have someone to agree with you. It doesn't need to be a long prayer, but an opportunity for you to cry out, Hosanna, before the Lord. As we sing, you feel free to slip out and, and come. Come quickly. And you won't pray long. No one's going to ask you to speak into a microphone. This is a private time. We want to protect this moment for you. But we want to meet God. We want to bring before the Lord the needs of our hearts this morning. Let's encounter the Lord.